Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Bud Rebel Show, a podcast like no other. Not only do we have really incredible guests, which you'll meet tonight, but I present a very unique business idea that you either make money, lose money, but will always have you thinking. We also will have ways that you could actually make money in today's time. So I'm still exploring that one. We're going to have some really interesting, unique facts that you'll never know and see anywhere else, probably. And we're going to have our shadow series return, plus some wonderful surprises. So let's get started. Tanya Molina is my guest. And Tanya, I'm very excited to have you because one of my big passions in life is chocolate. And when I found out that someone in my neighborhood made good chocolate, I was like, wow, this is incredible. I mean, I personally grew up, I hate to tell you this, but eating milk chocolate. And <laughs> to, when I got to a certain age, I had lint chocolate and it changed my life. It was like 60 to 70%. But now, usually nothing behind 80. And I'm seeing your chocolate is really interesting because it's 80% with flavors, which is pretty cool. A lot of people just want to stay with 80%. But let's get a little background on your life, if you don't mind. You're originally from Ecuador, correct? Yes. Well, first, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It's a, it's a very you know unique experience right now for me. And yes, I came uh, from Ecuador. I I born in Ecuador. And uh, came to America um, now five years ago. I got married with an American guy. And um, the story is very interesting because um, I came back and forth from because the business and I met my husband here. So now I live here and it's good because uh, I made my own distribution here in, in the United States. Did, so let's go back to your background as a, a, I don't know, when did you decide, you know what, I want to make chocolate? What did, how did this whole thing happen? Oh, about? this happens like nine years ago. Okay, so um, what were you doing before that? I'm an architect. Architect. Yes. These are very nicely designed chocolate. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah um, I was living in Ecuador and uh, I have actually a, a business over there. So I have a, like a brick company. Mm -hmm. We produce bricks in Ecuador and we sell to the constructor. So that was my first business actually. And um, By the way, just to, on a side note, I'm in the building material business and I, I think the structure, the types of material you use in building in Ecuador is probably different than the United States because of the weather conditions also. Am I correct with that a bit? Yes, that and because we have uh, earthquakes. So, oh, wow. So we need to be like, um, I mean, here, you know, it's, it's just wood and gypsum sometimes mm -hmm. uh, or playwood. And uh, in Ecuador, it has to be like concrete. So we use bricks and blocks for the walls and for the... To make the second level, we do concrete, so they get more resistance. And so you started your initially you were a brick manufacturing company. Yes. You, you were involved. Did that started out your own company? You were involved in a family business. How did that happen? Uh, no, it was like you know what I never been like a person who likes to go to work in the office. So when uh, when I finished uh, the university, um, one of my friends say help me with something like a project and he, he said why we don't work together like just a small project and then one day we decided to put the, the factory and invest in that so 
it was just me and him at that time. You know, I gotta say that's really interesting because I'm sure you weren't the first quote brick company in Ecuador, and I'm just wondering. How do you get your name out there with other companies out there? How did you start selling bricks? I mean, well, it is funny because I'm just graduate, so most of my my colleagues, my uh, friends, were working in office, like and and contractors, architectures. So it was very easy to sell to me the the blocks because I just called my friends. Hey, you know what? I put a factory. You want to try my blogs? We have the labs, everything, the resistance. So I start selling a lot. Wow. That's because I became involved in the business and I sell to my friends. So I, that's an interesting play again. You know what? A lot of the things in life is about networking, knowing people. Mm-hmm. And also you seem to be a very sociable person and a friendly person. So I, I, think, I guess that's part of the play in the whole thing when you try to sell things. Yeah. I mean, and you, and so you just all of a sudden you just it wasn't even that difficult to get into that whole business because I, I don't I don't know because I'm just thinking like is your brick different than any other brick, but it was just really it's the charisma I guess and the sales technique that you just more than even the material was both that a little bit. Uh, well, just just the material. I mean, we just sell the blocks from uh, um, in in Ecuador. We don't use the square foot, so we just do meters. So we see, we sell like units, and uh, you're right. I mean, I am I was the, the you social. Never, you, never, you never made a brick before in your life. All of a sudden, you're making bricks. No, no, but I don't. <laughs> I I don't produce the bricks. I don't made it. So right. we we have people who was uh, training to do that. Oh, I see. And uh, we just you know be the face of the company. Right. To sell it, but my partner, as you say, I'm friendly. He was the opposite. He uh. was not friendly. So I I sent him. To, to get the, the, the money back. So because we're, uh, we sell friends, so we give like a credit for one month to whatever. And so I sent him to pay, to, to, to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. I'm just going to have a little drink. It's getting a little thirsty. It's a watermelon cold press, which is not sponsoring this yet. We're getting a lot of great brand ambassadors, by the way. But not even the drinks. And this is I'm just a little thirsty. So pop this open. Do you want to try some? Like yeah, sure. Okay. Use a cup. Thank you. We'll take. I don't know if this is with when you pairing. I don't know if this goes with chocolate. We'll have to maybe later oh, on. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna start. I wanna keep <laughs> my water just to be safe. All right. I'm glad we didn't sponsor this. <laughs> okay. So, how did you get into the chocolate business? Where are we going from there? Okay. So it's it's very. To make very short story, um, my one of my brothers came to America like right now like twenty six years to study here, and he finished his career and he get married here, so he stay. Uh, we live happily in Ecuador with my other brother and my parents. Fine. When the baby brother decide to come to America to get his master degree. The parents get crazy. Mm. Oh, the little one, the little one. <laughs> so my, my parents get crazy and, and bought the house here. So I was in Ecuador by myself. Oh, wow. So so that's that's like the first experience being by yourself. Yeah. Which is, you know, like you have a very close family. Yeah. And that must have been difficult for you. How old were you and the family all decided to come Well, back? no, I was, I was adult. I mean, okay. I was like 27. Oh, okay. okay. So, so I was you fine. You look young, that's all. 
I'm, I'm 46, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> yeah, um, so I have my own house, my, my own apartment, my own business, everything. I, I was good. But I get like, you know, I don't have my family. So I came to Christmas, to New Year, but it wasn't the same. So one of the times my dad said, why you don't look in something that you can come to America back and forth more frequently? So I said, I don't know, let me think about it. So when I was in one of the airports, I, I think I saw one of the chocolate brands that produce Ecuador that was the first one actually in Ecuador, very famous. And, What's uh, the name of the chocolate? Uh, Pacari. Pacari? Pacari, okay. yeah. That was the first very good brand of Ecuador that produced good chocolate. And I said, you know what, Dad? Maybe we make a franchise of uh, Pacari here in New York. So he said, okay, let's talk about it. Go talk with the guy. Let's see what we need. So I said, okay. The factory handles by them, themselves. So I just be remote with the factory. It was good. I mean, I don't need to be like all the time there. And the guy who managed the factory um, is good. I trust him and everything. So I just started this project uh, to, to see if I can be at the franchise of this uh, guy. And one, I, I, I'm sorry I got, but I, uh, I practiced yoga for almost like 15 years. So my teacher, my yoga teachers told me why you're gonna be a franchise of somebody else, why you don't produce your own chocolate. And I say, no, 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 no. I, I put a factory of blocks and it's like, a nightmare. I mean, it's, it's a lot of things. It's, it's a lot of investment with, with uh, you know, everything. So she say, but why you don't just rent the space and produce your chocolate? And I say, I didn't know that we could do that. So she said, yeah, you know what? My boyfriend knows a person who a person well. So short story, I went to that uh, uh, facility and uh, we start the process to make my own brand. So this brand here is called Villa Cuyaya. Okay, so thank you. It's so hard to pronounce that for me. I, you started out with which which type of chocolate? Just any particular one initially. What was your initial bar? My initial bar mm -hmm. was sixty five percent masala chai. Oh, okay. That was so. That was like okay. And you, my that was with a, I think a tea is your unique flavor. Yes. Um, you decided you were going to do, you didn't do any product, you know, you just decided this is what you want to do. How did that come about, that <laughs> flavor? Uh, because the yoga. You know what? When I get into the yoga, I love tea more than coffee. And um, the masala chai tea, it was one of my favorites. So I say, I don't want to do the same what everybody's doing. Right the almonds, the nuts, the fruits, the dry fruit. So I don't want it. So I say it, it would be crazy, but I start mixing like chocolate with tea to see how it tastes. And I found a very nice company here in America of uh, tea. And um, I asked for some samples. So I, I start trying the chocolate and it tastes very good. So, but you know, that's, I give you a lot of credit. I mean, you don't have no idea whether this, uh, you might like it, but you have no idea whether someone else is going to like it. It's not like your Hershey's and test it out with thousands of people. You could just like say, I'm going to say, Ugh, I don't like tea and chocolate. And you just say, 
this is what I'm, you know, you just do it, you know? Yeah, you know what? It was like, everybody told me, I say, How? I mean, you don't do like any studies of the market. Why you do that? I mean, well, you're crazy. And I say, <laughs> you know what? I just have a feeling. And so you do, you actually designed, you said initially architect, did you design this whole package? That was, that's the second package. The first package, um, I, you know, I'm an architect, but I hire a person um, to design the packaging. So we worked together and the first packaging was, was like chocolate melted uh, and it was very like confused. So I came to America and um, I met a Maya person that is involved with chocolate and I can call him my mentor in that mm -hmm. time. And uh, he said, you know what, Tanya, something is wrong with your packaging. It's not clear. It's very confused. We know that you have a chocolate there, but it's like, it's, it's not nice. It's not like elegant. It's, it's confusing. So maybe you try to find a way to your packaging is more clear, more um, soft. Yeah. So that I talk with the, my designer and we do it together. This one that is like, so I, I, okay, which hopefully maybe what we were talking about, talking about maybe working on another chocolate, but how do you initially get it in the market? There's a lot of chocolate out there and now dark chocolate is more popular. How do you get in the market initially? How does that happen? How do people know it exists? <laughs> well, like... it was, um, at that time, Ecuador has, um, well, still having um, trade office around the world that promote products from Ecuador. So I get involved with this uh, government area, right? And um, they choose me uh, to, uh, to promote my chocolate. The first time I went to Milan, in one, the Expo Milan. So they, um, they give you the boot but you have to cover your expenses, so, mm -hmm. yeah? But the boot is a lot. So they give you the boot and you promote the products. The products. And so there was, I know one company that distributes the chocolate, it's a matter of health, I told you. Yes. And they must, did they, is that, did they meet you at that show or did someone else meet no, you? No, no, no. They meet me, I went to them to have a green uh, smoothie mm -hmm. and I talked with uh, Ralph and uh, he say, okay, but you know what, your chocolate is expensive, I mean, and I give all the, the speech that I have, it's organic, it's single origin, well, everything, so he said, you know what, I'm going to give you opportunity, let's try, so he put, and uh, he support this, this small uh, business, and he try all the time to support the small business. So, Matter Health, he's, how many stores do they have there? Um, I think they have two, one in the city and oh, okay. the one in here in uh, Nanoet. Is that, your, is that your biggest, one of your biggest distributors also sell online? We sell online. We have a wholesale platform uh, that we sell right now in 14 states. And then during, I was, you also told me during COVID it was difficult. You had some other place you used to sell it at and the COVID hurt oh, a bit. The COVID was very interesting for Villa Cuyaya because um, we start selling online. Before COVID, it was hard to me to sell in the website. And after, during the COVID, people go to the website. But because I have before, did before so many shows with um, the export chocolate, 
So people, I think, get in mind the brand and look around. So we put the chocolate in the website and we put also in Amazon. So so let me ask you, it seems like everything's going according to plan, looks like. Is there, were there any setbacks, any struggles they had during this time that, you know, people out there are really struggling. Is there anything that you could tell us about that was more difficult times with this? Because you've been, you've been a go-getter. I mean, were there times when you initially did this chocolate and it wasn't selling or you didn't, you know, any yeah. expenses? And... Well, the first production, I was selected from uh, the trade office in Ecuador for the summer fancy food. I get so excited. I say, you know what? If I sell bricks and blocks, chocolate, I do it. So I came to the summer fancy food and I didn't get any result. Wow, so no sales. No sales at all. Oh, and that sorry. was after they financed this whole thing. Yeah, but I make the production already. Right. So I have like two tons of chocolate here in New York. How much is approximately money would you say? Not exactly. Uh, maybe is um, 50,000. $50,000 worth of chocolate. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I get so desperate because I say I'm not selling this one has two years of uh, expiration time, so I get so nervous. So I came to America. I still live in Ecuador. So I came to America in the summer. I put the chocolates in like um, coal pads, put in my backpack, and walk around Manhattan to all the stores. Yourself? So, myself, because it was my business, right? No sales, we're just walking No, across. no, no. I don't have them. I didn't have at that time the money <laughs> <laughs> to do like bill pay uh, to a salesperson so i put i came i put my backpack and go i make a map so i say i got this way today i got this 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 put the chocolate in my bag and go around that's funny you mention that because when i got out of college i decided i want to be quote independent and was something called the yellow pages and i was going to be sell building materials through the thing and i would just go through just go through yellow pages and knock on doors and some of the people aren't so nice and that's so friendly. They don't really want to see you. you. And I developed a lot of clients. It worked out, but it was a real struggle. So mm-hmm. how long did it take for those first two tons to sell? How did you? How long did it take? <laughs> that that first uh, production was lost. I lost it. Lost it. Yeah. Through the sales totally. Yeah, because I didn't get not no sales. I mean, I get ten stores, but I have like one ton. Left over. Yeah, in the storage. So, so what happened to that ton of chocolate? They uh, expire. I, I would have ate them. You should have called me up. <laughs> I <laughs> we know. Were, we were at a chocolate party. Wow. <laughs> well, I donate. I donate the chocolate. Um, I donate that chocolate and, to and a, a chocolater. And you know, that's that's incredible. Now, you're just, that's got to be so discouraging. I mean, that's... So how do you get yourself to say, I'm going to do this again? I mean, I don't know what your family's thinking. Are, are they being just like, you know, Tanya, it's time to, to wrap up the chocolate. I mean, I don't know how... How are you battling forward with this? Well... I have to say that my parents are my angels all the time. So I make a loan in the bank bank in Ecuador for my this production. So I was like, what I gonna do? What I gonna do? So my dad said, you know what? I I give you the money. I borrow you the money, pay the bank, and you pay me little by little to me. So I was like crying and I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. So in this travel back and forth, I say, I don't need my car anymore. So I sell the car in Ecuador, my car, and I pay my, my dad. I say, you know what? I pay you. So then he say, but you need to do another production because 
you're not that kind of person that you're going to say, okay, chocolate, goodbye. So you try and you try again. So I give you some money again and you pay me little by little how the chocolate goes. And the funny thing is my brother called me, I remember that summer, and he said, you know what? He take a picture of the one of the um, banners of the export chocolate, mm-hmm. and he said, look, look what I found in the highway. So it was, uh, I think, in the Edison. So I say, oh, my God, let me contact. So I met Marvin from the export chocolate, mm-hmm. and I have my first show. But I went to the first show. Uh, we were so excited that we didn't bring nothing. We, they give us tables, but I don't have table calls, nothing. So a nice lady next to me, she sell uh, honey. She said, don't worry, honey. I give you something. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't sell too much the first time. Uh, but I keep trying, keep trying. And right now, I mean, people know me because they export chocolate. And... Um, I mean, they like the chocolate. It's it's really a great story, and it shows family support. I mean, it's, we all need that support. I mean, but you have to have it in you because sometimes people don't even have it. So I really, it's heroic. What you've done is in many ways heroic to bring this to the countries, and also it's really good for the people of Ecuador. I mean, people yeah. that work there and make sure your chocolate factories, you know, helps the people there grow an economy itself. Yeah, well, that's that's one of my our missions that. We keep the uh, traceability and the sustainability in Ecuador because we want to give the money stay still there. Mm-hmm. So I import right now the chocolate from Ecuador. So all the money stay there and I make my money with my product. Sure. But I keep doing it in Ecuador because yeah. it could be easy also to do it here. Or, you know, here in America, it's easy to buy the... the but the beans actually are... Like, let me ask you a question about the beans of chocolate. Sure. You're, the beans are coming from Ecuador? Or they yes. Because I know, I think... If, can you tell us where is the biggest country that actually produces chocolate? It's, well, it's Africa. Yeah, it's in... I forgot the name of the country off the top of my head. Do you remember the name? Uh, it is. <laughs> but, but so Ecuador doesn't really have... I, I went to Guatemala for a chocolate thing because I'm a big chocolate fan. I well, went... I went to the whole lab. I, I didn't even know Ecuador made chocolate till this, till this conversation well, you know, before that. I have to tell you, Ecuador is the only, most, I mean, is the only country that have a Riva Nacional cacao bean. The other, the other has Forasteros, Criollos, uh, CCN uh, and What's the difference? The quality. What happened in Ecuador? We are in the middle of the world, right? So the sun go perpendicular perpendicular mm-hmm. and uh, we have a very very nice climate so we have summer and winter but it's like a oasis in Ecuador so um, we have a lot of fruits we have mangoes we have pineapples we have a lot of things so the, the flavors of our um, of our cacao beans are very balanced so we have the the, uh, the flavor and also we have the aroma some of the other countries have more flavor, no aroma. Another has some aroma and no flavor. So we have, we have everything. We're going we're gonna to taste that in a minute. But before we get to that, I'm going to bring one of my business ideas to you. Now, because I know that you like to do unique ideas. Again, this is a really unique one. came to me recently. But I know there's a lot of dating websites out there. 
People date, and there's a lot of people have different purposes of dating. I just said, let's have a direct website. This is just an idea about a website that it is direct. That we called want to marry. Simple. <laughs> it's not about like worrying about it. It's just want to marry. You put this information. You know the person on the other side. It's not looking just to have like these small relationships. It's looking to have a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that in this world that we live in, I think it might be helpful because a lot of people like just dating people that don't know where it's going. What do you think of that idea? Well, I think it's good because <laughs> right now, uh, I mean, the, the young people, they don't want to get married. They don't care about get married, have kids. And the old people that didn't get married at, at, at the time, they are lonely. So there are lonely women, lonely men, and maybe that's... that's Bring people together. Yeah. And they know exactly what it's about. You know, mm-hmm. I think it would be just straightforward. Well, I, I can tell you, I, I get married at 42 years old. Mm, well, I so found good. I found my husband just for <laughs> That's beautiful. That's great. Never, never too late. Never too late. Never too early. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to tell you an interesting fact about someone who's very famous, Mick Jagger. His voice was considered posh, posh, you know, very snotty, until he bit his tongue off while playing basketball. Ouch. Yeah, and that, that changed his whole... So again, a bad event changed his life. And I'm wondering, in a sense, with your chocolate, and maybe by having that difficult time that you had, it helped you learn the techniques that you needed to do. Yeah. Before we go any further, let's maybe try a little bit of chocolate. I've never had the 65%. Can you tell me about this one before? Well, I bring you that one that has an inclusion of tea. Mm-hmm. It's a rooibos tea and coconut flakes. That's one of the favorites in the people who try the 65. Okay, so for people that know, I mean, this is the way I eat chocolate myself. You could tell me, you know, and again, this is the only thing I'm a snob on is chocolate. I don't know where it came from, but it's like every time I go out, I try to have new chocolates. And you decided, how did you decide this flavor, by the way? Well... After the typical flavors of the tea, the first ones was masala chai or chai tea, air gray lavender, matcha green tea, and ginger. So after that, I say, you know what, to my, um, the person who sell me the tea, I say, what do you have else? I need uh, fruit flavors to combine with the chocolate. So he sent me one of the, of the tea, the coconut, I'm sorry. So this is all your ideas. You're just doing, this is just your creativity. It's amazing. This one is only 65%. How mm-hmm. come 65? Because it's more sugar. It's more sugar. Oh, yeah. that's why it's there. Okay. The 65 and, is the percentage of the cocoa. And I see cocoa. also, before I get into this one, this one got a special award on this one. Yes. Uh, you know what? Is That one is a, is like a, the baby award because it was when the COVID comes and we were stuck in the house. And uh, I received an email to be in a, the Academy Chocolate Awards in London. Oh, wow. I never believe about the awards. I am always thinking that the awards are like kind of right. under table, yeah, right? I understand. I understand. Trust me. So my husband say, okay, maybe it's under table. But these people don't know you. They are in London. They don't know you. Okay. So why we don't send the chocolate? And went, let's see. Mm-hmm. So after like two months, I think I received an email that I have a award. Yeah. I start crying, yeah. <laughs> You're very much person. It's great. Okay. And this is wrapped in silver. Um, any pick a reason that we wrap this in this way? Or? 
Well, we prefer that one because keep a more um, moisturizer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I noticed a little bit. Okay. And, oh, see that? I'm just showing. This has like a coconut. It really has a coconut flakes on the outside, which is unusual for you. I can take a small. I usually take a very small piece. People think I'm cheap with chocolate, but to me, <laughs> the right way to eat chocolate is let it melt slowly. If you're biting into chocolate, it's a waste. Well, no. You can chew the chocolate if you want to put, but you have to put it in the middle of your tongue and then start chewing with your saliva and your teeth. I'm going to have to describe you on this one. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to try it. You, I mean, sure. You've added it, I think, a few times. Yeah. And you get that coconut right away. No? No, I'm saying you get the coconut flavor right away. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, a lot of times it's hidden in the last bit. You get it right away. There's a chocolate that I know called Tao, T-A-O. Mm-hmm. And that's a Mexican chocolate, I believe. It's not smooth. They, don't, they purposely make it like rough in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I love that it's smooth. I like it. It has a nice smooth flavor to it. And that, you know, it's funny because when we were growing up, we have Mounds, the cheap chocolate. Mm -hmm. This is just a refreshing part of the coconut. In other places, like a Mounds, is too much coconut. Yeah. And it's just the right amount. How it comes out perfectly that way. But if you like, I, you know, I make 65 for the people who don't uh, like too much dark. Right. Right? But pref my preference is 80. I mm -hmm. have a 80 in coconut. Mm. And you can feel the difference. I oh. mean, you get more balance of the chocolate than you have just the aftertaste of the tea. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's better the 80 in all of the flavors. But I have to do it for the people and who you, don't like it. Right. And you had mentioned to me too, like we brought up this other brand um, by the chocolate. And you had mentioned to me that when it comes to chocolate, it's where it's around. Like you were saying, if it's around certain areas, it takes the flavors Yes. That's it's around it. Yes. So the beans, if the beans are around the fruit area, it's more flavorful than it's around a different area. Yes. For example, Ecuador, we have many regions of cacao. So uh, Villacuya is from Esmeraldas, that is in the North Pacific coast of Ecuador. We have a very fruity and floral flavor. So when you taste the 80 that you're going to taste later, uh, you're going to feel the bananas. But it's not that we put bananas inside. Oh, it's not what we put red fruits. It's the taste of the cacao. But if we go to Manaví, that is um, down in the south, they have more citrus, more lemons, more more tangerines, more orange. So it's, it's a different a different uh, notes of the cacao. If we hop, if we go to the Amazon region, right? We have a very woody so you flavor. Taste, you, and you taste the difference in the beans, where they come exactly. from. Exactly. You know, you don't even notice that it could come to such a difference, that it's where it's, the regions come from. The three beans are Creole, if I'm pronouncing totally wrong, probably. Criollo. And that is a different bean. And that bean itself is a little, it's a very, it's a, a smaller bean that's not produced in many places, correct? Well, most of the countries produce criollo, okay. produce all of the cacaos. Okay. So we have criollo, we have forastero, uh, we have the fino de aroma or arriba nacional. Okay. And uh, also we have the one that um, in the case of Ecuador, we have a very time of cacao 
So they get like one plant or what seed and put in like a laboratory and create a, a, a cacao. So that that called CCN 52 that is come from the laboratory. Wow. Well, I, have, I have just, this came to my brain right now. What did you mean a chocolate that all three of the beans together? Has that been done? Yes. Yes. Some of the companies that are here in the U.S., uh, they receive uh, cacao, up, um, a blend. Different right? ones, beans together. Yeah. From different cacao. Oh, okay. But... For example, if you if you're a chocolate maker, right? I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just into just holding chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a chocolate maker and you say I want a fruit flavor, right? You ask your provider and say I don't care if it's like a single origin. I just want a fruit flavor. Mm-hmm. And they say, okay, is the tape at uh, the type eight that is fruit? And another one say, you know what? I want just citrus. Type E. So they, they mix. Oh, so and they, sell really, it. they really help you out with that. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's really great. Okay, so we also have our investment tip. I want to make sure I don't forget the people. And this is really about you to some degree today. I didn't even notice it. I wasn't thinking about it. One of the things someone sort of brought up to me last time is about, and it's very hard to invest in today's time, can't be so bad, but it's basically investing in yourself. And it might be even people investing in you to some degree. Mm-hmm. Because. A lot of times the greatest things come from within. You have that passion, that desire. And by investing in yourself, you have a chance not only to be happy, but actually even make some money at the same time because you have a passion. So I want to tell people that it might be a good idea. This is the time to take a few dollars, invest in yourself, whether it's wanting to learn an instrument, whether it's wanting to learn how to make chocolate, whether it's art. It might be the best time to actually invest in yourself. This might be a good economy for that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I also want to bring up my leadership conference. We always talk about leaders for the elections coming up in 2024. And we don't usually get into the issues, but we talk about the skills or the, the stuff that people need to be a great leader. And I thought of something also, like you just said today. Again, I'm giving you another compliment. It's the idea of being able to tell a story. Mm-hmm. People connect to a story. You want to bring people together. So by bringing someone who could actually tell a story about life and how it was, they might help bring this country together. What do you think about that? Well, you know what? I think it's it's very important what you say because you have passion inside of you. And if you don't tell the people, for example, when I sell chocolate, I, I told all my story. I told when I am in the farm. I told them when I am in the factory. And that's my tell story or how I start or my grandma's, how to, she teach me, um, teach me how to do chocolate. Oh, your grandma, I didn't get to that part. You didn't tell us about your grandmother. <laughs> Aha, more interesting. So yeah. your grandmother was involved, your grandmother influenced you a bit with chocolate too. Well, it's not my grandmother, my grand-grandmother. A great-grandmother. Yeah, she was a um, shaman. Oh, that's like a uh, person that helps people that are sick. Yes. Wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. So when I was doing my recipes and I put the tea and I put the chocolate and try and try to my dad, try to my mom. My dad said, you remind me my grandmother. And I say, okay, okay, hold on. Tell me more before the name. So he said, my grandmother used to mix two help people and uh, cure people in the, her um, small town. 
So I say, oh my God, wow. <laughs> I say, so Vilacuyaya is Quechua and is grandma's house. Oh my God. So is that what you, that's what you named after your grandma? Yeah. That is so sweet. Oh my gosh. Wow. You know, that's a nice thing too, because it's like a legacy. Your yeah. grandmother knows that whole thing. So did you, you met your grandmother with the stuff? You knew your grandma growing up? Uh, yes. They so you've seen, this is like a lot of times with a topic that's really fascinating to me. You saw her treat people that were sick with this. Actually, she treat us sometimes because I, I remember one time I get scared, but my brother has asthma. Mm. <laughs> it, it is going to be funny and scary, but she say the blood of a, um, a pigeon. A pigeon. A pigeon. The blood of the pigeon. The, yeah, is warm and it's going to cure uh, his, his asthma. So I say, okay. My grandma is crazy. Okay. <laughs> so she get a pigeon mm-hmm. in, you know, the market, whatever, I don't know. And she killed the pigeon and put the blood in my my brother's chest. chest. It helps. No cure, but it helps. It helps. Oh, maybe helps. I can go to the doctor and get some blood of pigeons. But I was like, oh my gosh, she killed the pigeon. <laughs> so I leave that. There's a trauma. How often do this happen? Yeah. So... And also when we have, like, for example, um, sore throat, sore throat. Okay. she put like um, some honey and some, well, I, I don't remember, and other things, and she gave us like a syrup. And I say, I know, and she put in outside in the night to receive the moonlight, and the next day she gave us. Wow, and it's interesting because I guess this was passed down to pass down is how that yeah, works, yeah. basically. Yeah, I am doing right now with my son. So. Oh, 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 well, it's a lot cheaper than medicine, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes the kids don't want the medicine. Medicine, right, yeah. right. Well, I was brought up a very funny story. My father used to, when we got sick, he would make hot oranges for us. And it was disgusting. Oranges warm. But you got better because you didn't want to drink it. So I think that was the cure reason. Yeah. They also call something called... With Jewish and Jewish penicillin is chicken soup. So whenever you're sick, you always get chicken soup. <laughs> building on that idea of building on something, last week I started a thing that we had a long time ago, brought it back, and it was just a line that we add, we add another line to it. So I'm going to read a little bit. Maybe you have a line you want to add to that line, okay? okay. It was just a song, but it changed history. It left me in a spot where I was blown away. So I cannot... Think about something you want to say there. What you, want to, you want to add a line to that. To a whole world, now real or dimension. That's pretty cool. That's really interesting how we're going to go with that. Wow, to a whole new realm or dimension. This song is really getting powerful. <laughs> All right, one new thing we always do. We bring it back, everybody. It's the Shadow Series. So what we all have now is something we're bringing back an old, oldie and a goodie. It's based on my father when he was growing up, and when he was in the car, a long period of well, a car, you know, I guess it was a car. But they used to sit around the house and they'd have TVs, they had the radio, and you have to listen to the radio to shows. And I think it's sort of creative instead of like just just like you know going about watching TV. It gives you another realm, just a show you'd listen to. And I'm bringing that back because to me it's so much, it's really enjoyable to be able to use your imagination 
as you listen to it. Also, it's a lot less expensive than movies. So <laughs> we are have one for you today. I'd love to get your feeling about it, and we're going to play it right now. You're my best friend, right? Depends on the day. Serious though, because I have to tell you something that's going to be a bit weird, but it's true, okay? I'm, I'm pregnant. A little biological lesson in men. Men don't get pregnant. Look! That's right, and I took it twice. Well, what are you going to do? No, I mean, I'm pro-life and all, but a baby from a man? Jesus, you're finally going to be famous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sort of did do a bit of a belly, but I just I thought it was all those beers that you've been drinking. Finally, I'll write a rap song which will have a whole world talking. Oh, you won't have to do anything but sit on your back and just deliver. I see it now. Pay-per-view. Watch the man give live birth. It'll be the most popular thing on pay-per-view since the Tyson fights. But, but from where? That's what's going to be very entertaining and probably painful. Uh, painful? Very? <laughs> very. What the hell? You said you'd throw out the garbage. Honey, I have something serious news to tell you. Yeah, you got COVID. That's a COVID test? Yeah, what did you think? <laughs> I've never been so happy to be sick! Well, stay away from me because I just found out that I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think of that chatter series? It was so good. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you very much. A lot of fun, right? Yeah. We try to take all different dimensions, so... <laughs> dimensions are funny. So that was a part of that. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing this shirt because of the chocolate, and I think it's a chocolate color. What do you think about it? I love it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's very nice. It's a, it matches chocolate a little yeah. bit. And what's interesting, it comes from a place called Taylor. So if you have anybody, a special man in life, you can get this clothes, and it's designed by like artificial intelligence. They pick out my clothes. Oh, really? Yeah, the new thing. And every month they send me new batches of clothes, actually twice a month. What I want, I can keep, I can give back. And every month it comes... But what's most exciting for me, my people that listen out there, if they put in the code BUDREBEL, they get 25% off. Oh, wow. So if you know people that like to dress nice and get don't have to go to the store, this might be the best thing for them. I also found a new sponsor, by the way. I want to make sure I tell them. It's really nice. They are called Newer. Newer, if I'm pronouncing it correctly. What they have is a screen screen, blue screen. You can just flip it over. Mm-hmm. So, like, for people like me that want to shoot productions really quickly, flip it over, you're ready to go. Oh. Yeah, so it's really exciting. They sent us this. We're going to be using it in many of our projects coming along, and it's really exciting to me. I'm really happy about them, and thank you for becoming a brand ambassador. Tanya, before we go, let's try this 80% a little bit. You can tell us sure. some notes. And while I'm digesting this wonderful bar, I'd like you to tell the audience where they can find out about the chocolate, where they can catch your social media... What else do they need to know? You're going to have some tips? Yep, sure. <laughs> well, um, in our website, you can find us in www.pillacuyaya.com. That's the name. It's, it's different. <laughs> it's difficult, but it is the name. 
And also we are in Instagram at Villacuyaya. We have a um, Twitter and a Facebook and also um, Pinterest. So with the same name and we are in Amazon. So any, any way to come to us. And in a matter of health too. Or in matters of health. For the so please support Tanya and maybe next, maybe next time we'll go to Ecuador together. Sound good? Yeah. Sounds good. We just might make a chocolate bar together as well. Well, Thanks. it would be nice that you go to the farm first. In the harvest time, it's like a party. There all the families come. Kids, grandmas, wife, husbands, and everybody take the pots from the trees. Mm. We open it and they take the pulp and the beans. Mm. It is so funny. You have to be there. I definitely have to be there. Well, thank you again for joining us. And thank please you. support this wonderful lady and her delicious chocolate. Thank, thank you. you. All that. I want to end on a note here. That it's funny because it's almost like prophetic. Because I was just, I write these things before. And it's, it's, it's really interesting because it's about failure. That we're all going to have failure in life. We're all going to hit that. And Tanya's taught us something very interesting. Failure could be a new beginning. It's not a new ending. It's not to stop. We're gonna, things are not gonna work out in your life when you planned. But if we can utilize that to realize it's just a step. It's not a door closed. There might be a new door opening. So please push forward because God willing, you're gonna be a big success. Thank you again for joining us and have a great day. God bless. Thank you. Bye.